Well, thank you for joining us today on Tetelestai, where we celebrate the finished work of Jesus Christ. It is finished. Everything that needs to be done for the salvation of all of creation has been done by the Messiah, the Lord Jesus. Last week, we started talking about this time of the year, season of Christmas, where we celebrate the birth of the Messiah, the Lord Jesus. And we started talking about Mary's little lamb. And we have discussed how Mary, Mary's lamb was promised in Scripture. It was provided for. The lamb was provided in Scripture in Genesis 22, as we saw in the picture of Abraham and Isaac. The lamb was pictured in Scripture in Exodus chapter 12 and 13 and 14 with the Passover lamb and the deliverance of the nation of Israel from bondage. And then the lamb was prophesied, Isaiah 53, and of course, many other prophecies in the Old Testament, speaking of the birth of the lamb, who he would be, where he would be born, what he would do when he would come, how he would live, how he would die, how he would be resurrected from the dead, how he would ascend back to heaven and ultimately come again. He was prophesied about. We talked about the lamb being personified, that God became a man. Of course, that's what the Christmas story is all about. And I hope you had a great Christmas with your family yesterday. And continue to celebrate the reality of the life and the coming of the Messiah, God becoming man, Emmanuel, God with us. The scripture goes on to talk about this lamb we also had a very big glimpse into the Lamb's passion. That's right, and that is exactly what Christ said that he had come for. He had come to seek and to save the lost. And it is necessary that in that saving that he would have to die. He would have to lay down his life as a ransom, as a substitute for the many. And the all, the whole human race, all of creation, he would have to deliver them. The lamb was presented to the people of Israel. Just like the Passover lamb, Jesus was presented and examined for four days prior to his death by crucifixion. We know that he went into the temple. He was questioned by the Pharisees, the Sadducees, the religious rulers and leaders of his day. This was his examination. He was found without flaw, without fault, without spot, without blemish, just like the Passover lamb had to be. The Passover lamb was struck down in the prime of its life. As a small one-year-old lamb, it was struck down. Christ was struck down in the prime of his life, just like the scapegoat was presented before the people. Christ was presented before the people of Israel. He was turned by Pilate and faced the people, and they looked upon him. He would be the one who would be their substitute. He would be the one who would take away their sin. He would be the one, like the scapegoat in the Old Testament, would carry their sins as far away as the east is from the west. And of course, we know the passion of the Lamb took him through the suffering and agony of Gethsemane, in the garden when he prayed for me and he prayed for you and he prayed for our salvation, our deliverance. He prayed for strength from his father, prayed for his disciples. We know that. We also see this passion demonstrated when he was arrested, 
taken in before Caiaphas and Annas and questioned before the Sadducees and the Pharisees and beaten and then sent to Pilate and then sent to Herod and beaten and then brought back to Pilate and scourged. Uh, and again, as I said last week, and Isaiah gives us a picture of this in Isaiah 52, that when they were finished with that, he no longer looked like a human being anymore. His body was so mangled, so torn, so destroyed, so broken. But he was doing this all in behalf of us. His beard was plucked from his face. His beard hair was ripped out. Uh, they placed a crown of thorns upon his brow. They beat him with a rod. It would be similar to a little league baseball bat. They beat him. Then they took him and they nailed him to a cross suspended between heaven and earth and between two thieves. There on that cross, he bore the sin, our iniquity, my iniquity, your sin, my sin, the sin of the whole world. He brought about the death blow to Satan. This is where he crushed the serpent's head. And this is where the serpent bruised his heel. He inflicted pain upon the Messiah. And it is, isn't it interesting that the spike that was driven through the ankle of the Lord Jesus and both feet would have penetrated and exited at the heel? Yes, Scripture is not ambivalent about any of these things. Very specific. And so, suspended between heaven and earth on that cross, the Lamb and his passion bore our sins. Darkness covered the earth from the noon hour until three in the afternoon. God the Father, darkness came upon God the Father, God the Son, God the Spirit, together working to bring about my salvation and yours by the carrying away and removing of not just some of my sin or your sin, but all of our sin. It was taken away once and for all, for all time. That, my friend, is good news. And when Christ died on the cross, he was buried. He said, there from the cross, as the Lamb of God, it is finished. To Telestai, it is done. Everything that needed to be done to secure salvation and redemption for creation, for humanity, for me, for you, has been completed. And we are now free. We are now forgiven. We are now clean. We are now redeemed. He has done everything for us. And now it is simply up to us to believe the good news. Whether we believe it or not doesn't make it so. It's so whether we believe it or not. The fact is I just don't get to experience the joy and the reality of that salvation until I believe. I can enter into that reality, but it is a reality nonetheless, whether I believe or not question for me and for you is the passion of this lamb. Have you believed? Have you acknowledged Christ as your Lord and as your Savior? Have you believed the good news that he loves you, that he died for you to forgive you of all of your sins and to receive you as one of his own, to become a part of his family, to be loved by the Father and experience that love as much as Jesus is loved by the Father. To know the Father as Jesus knows the Father. As Jesus said that part of the responsibility of the Holy Spirit is to make him known to us. And then his responsibility as the Son of God is to make the Father known to us. The Trinity. We get to know God the Father, God the Son, God the Spirit by this relationship that we have with him. And it is it is a saving relationship. It is an eternal relationship. 
And we, when we believe, enter into and experience eternal life, the life of God. And Jesus defined eternal life. This is eternal life, that they may know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. Do you know him, my friend? Have you trusted him as your Messiah, Lord and Savior? Celebrate today the Lamb's passion. And Lord willing, when we get back together tomorrow, we will talk about the Lamb's power. The Lamb in glorified power. May the grace and peace of the Lamb of God, the Lord Jesus, be yours today in fullest measure.